Last Friday, Terry and Pat Ryan met a short, fat, red-haired, red-whiskered, laughing man whom Pat instantly recognized as a fella he used to know years ago in Singapore. Ah, but then it turned out this hardy chap was none other than the notorious Burma Road pirate Captain Blaze, the very man Terry and Pat had set out to capture. But difficulties lie ahead, and in today's Dance Guide's adventure, you'll learn what they are. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. My, but you boys and girls are lucky. It isn't often that anything is thrilling as the Terry Game Book comes along. This adventure game book now offered to you is simply chock full of prizes, puzzles, games, cutouts, magic tricks, adventure stories. It's absolutely different from anything you've ever had. You can't buy it in the stores, and gosh, is it a dandy. There's hours of fun for every boy and girl of you in this big 16-page adventure game book. Now, you're probably wondering how you can get it and what it's going to cost you. So listen to this good news. The Terry Adventure Game Book is free, free for just two Libby labels. Yes, sir, all you need do is send in one label from Libby's delicious tomato juice and one from Libby's grand-tasting pineapple juice, along with your full name and address, and that swell book is yours. Address Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, isn't that great, kid? Not one cent of money do you have to send to get the book that you'll be crazy about. Remember, it's the Terry Adventure Game Book. Terry and Connie and Big Stoop and the other pals of yours are all in it. No matter how old you are, whether you're 14 or 15 or a whole lot younger, there's something here especially for you. Now, let me tell you again just how to get this thrilling Terry Game Book. First of all, ask your mother to get a can of that swell Libby's tomato juice and one of delicious Libby's pineapple juice. The name is Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S. Take the labels off the cans, and on the back of one of the labels, print your name, your full name, and your address, and then mail the labels to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. We'll shoot that big adventure game book right back to you, and guys, will you have fun. Send for the Terry Adventure Game Book tomorrow. And now, Terry and the Pirates. As you know, Terry, Pat Ryan, and April Kane are virtual prisoners of Captain Blaze, although this lacking scoundrel has not said so. They arrived at Blaze's rambling stone house, and Terry pretended he was Johnny Somber, one of the Dragon Lady's agents. Pat and April also have an excuse for being there, but wise old Blaze was suspicious. Terry and April are talking it over now. And as nobody else appears to be listening, suppose we listen. I'm just about the dumbest thing that ever walked on two feet. Oh, no, you aren't, Terry. There's lots of things dumber than you that walk on two feet. I'd like to know who. Well, a kangaroo is lots dumber, and so is a machian. Well, so is the stepladder. Will you please stop being so dumb yourself? Golly, I know when I made a mistake, and this time I pulled a good Well, forevermore, you didn't know Captain Blaze was Captain Blaze when you first met him. So you just talk like you always talk. I know, but I should have talked like Johnny Somber. The fellow's working for the dragon lady. I I should have been a bit British. Well, anyway, you look like Johnny Somber. I should have talked like him, too. I should have said, Well, now I say, Captain, it's 
It's jolly good of you to feed us, eh, Walt? But it wasn't jolly well for him to feed us. The food was drugged and put us to sleep. And besides, Terry, if you hadn't been dizzy, you might have remembered to talk like an Englishman. Nice of you to sympathize with me, April, but there's no use kidding ourselves. Captain Blaze is suspicious of me. He knows that Johnny Somber is British, and even if I do look like Somber, I should upset things. Oh, it may not be as bad as you imagine, Terry. No, it's not as bad. It's worse. The dragon lady should be here at any moment. Then what? April, we've got to do something, but quick. How do you mean? Well, as soon as the dragon lady sees you and Pat and me, the jig's up. Between her and Captain Blaze, they'll... They'll rub us out like chalk on a blackboard. Well, well maybe Mr. Ryan will think of something. You better get busy, then. You're free to walk around this place, but just look outside. Those men out there belong to Captain Blaze. There's that awful fence with wire all around. And the wire's charged with electricity. Men have guns, so it's just like we were in prison. It's sure exasperating, to say the least, or the most. Wait a second. Somebody's coming down the long hall. Yeah. <laughs> and how are the youngsters this bright and happy day? <laughs> it isn't so bright. And I don't see how you can call it happy. You know. Well, now, what were you two scamps doing, eh? Oh, just talking. <laughs> I just left your friend Patrick Ryan talking to that daughter of mine. They'll be along in the jiffy. By the way, Johnny Summer. I suppose you're looking forward to seeing the dragon lady, seeing as how she's your boss. Oh, sure. <laughs> of course, I'm a suspicious old man. I don't believe anything I hear and only half of what I see. You mean, you don't think I am Johnny Somber? How should I know? According to me half-baked information, Johnny Somber is British. And if you're British, then I'm a ring-tailed baboon. <laughs> oh, Mr. Blaze, I bet you don't even believe I'm from the South. Now, do you? You? <laughs> well, I'm not much of a hand at dealing with women. But I can recognize sugar-coated blotty when I hear it. So don't make a fuss over me. It's like sticking pins in a battle zipper. <laughs> yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. I think you're terrible. I was just trying to be nice. Now, that's fine. That's fine. But you ain't met my daughter yet, have you? No. She seems to be pretty exclusive, if you ask me. Wait till you meet that charming, loving, affectionate daughter of mine. Johnny Popper, you can tell Miss April all about Cheery Blaze, can't you? Well, uh, I'm like you, Captain. I, I don't know much about women. Oh, come now. Kitty told me she met you in Singapore about three months ago. Thought you were a mighty good-looking lad. She's been anxious to get acquainted again. Well, uh, all right. So, let's hear you tell Miss April what you know about my daughter. Well, uh, golly, uh, <clears throat> this is kind of embarrassing. Perhaps. Or is it because you ain't Johnny Somber at all and never saw Chitty in your life? Well, why don't you ask her? If I'm not Johnny Somber, then who do you think I am? No, <laughs> oh, I have me ideas, so I have. But when the dragon lady gets here, she'll straighten us out, so she will. You can be sure of that. <laughs> and so, as the dangerous, fiery-haired captain laughs and continues to taunt Terry and April, let's turn to another part of the play's headquarters, where we join the handsome Pat Ryan. He knows how desperate the situation is, and is trying to find a way out of this tangle. 
He's talking to a young woman who says... Don't try any of your fine talk on me, Mr. Ryan. But but you are attractive, Miss Blaze. Most charming. Oh, I know better. I'm the daughter of my father, Gradham. I'm too stout and I'm not attractive. I have a mean disposition and I don't like flattery. No? In that case, why have you stayed away from meeting Johnny Somber when you knew he was here? Is it because you're afraid you'll fall in love with him? Don't be a haybag. <laughs> That's not answering my question, Cherry. Since when did you have the right to call me Cherry? Now, look, Miss Blaze, I mean, Cherry, do you know what Johnny Stamber has been doing just for you? Oh, he's forgotten me. Don't be a wonk. Oh, no, Cherry. He well recalls your meeting in Singapore. He's been trying to lose his British accent because he likes the way you talk. You talk more like an American, you know. Well, just as long as I don't talk like my disreputable father, that's all I care. So when you do meet Johnny Somber, just remember what I've said to you. In strict confidence, he's trying to lose his accent. Hearing is believing, Mr. Ryan. Call me Pat, will you? Don't tell me what to do. My father can't order me around the crook, and neither can you. Sure, sure, but remember this. Johnny Somber is waiting to see you. He's crazy about you, Cherry. Oh, that's a lot of staccato. Who do you think I am? Okay, okay. Wait and see. But if you want to really get your father's goat, I'll tell you what to do. Anything that'll annoy Blaze suits me. He's been a bad father. I try to reform him, but I can't. So if I can torment and heckle him, serves him right. Okay, then listen. We'll go in and see Johnny Sommer. And here's what I want you to do. Bless me, boots and spurs. You're a pretty good cup with those darks, young fella. Well, watch this. Go right in the center of the target. Oh, well, that's Terry. He's terrible. What's that you say, Miss April? I, I said it was terrible. It's mighty good, seems to me. I'm a good hand at throwing darts myself. But this young fellow is an expert. Now it's my turn. I'll just pick up the darts and then we'll see who's best at the game. Watch and now, if you want to see some plain and fancy dog thrown, just watch Captain Blaze hit the bullseye. Like this. Good work. You ain't seen nothing yet, my lad. I'll now demonstrate how to throw a dart with the left hand. I'm almost as good with the left as I am with the right. Look at this. <laughs> Why, what in this hand here? Oh, you're trying to kill me, are you, you broke? A fine father, you are throwing darts at your door. Oh, no, no, Jerry, Jerry, it was all an accident. Oh, no, it wasn't. You saw me coming down the hall with this flag, and you deliberately threw a dart at me. Are you hurt, Jerry? Let me see. Oh, you stay away from me, all of you. I hate you. I hate everybody. I hate the whole world, and I hate it. Oh, Johnny. I didn't see you. I was in such pain. Hello, Sherry. So nice to see you again. You haven't changed a bit. Hold on. What makes you think this young man is Johnny Thomas? Don't tell me what I think. I know, but I'm just asking. Of course this is Johnny Thomas. How could I forget? But you ain't heard him talk. He's no more British than a mackerel. And you're no more honest than a stalk. But I bet that. Where do you hear him talk? He's got American legal. Oh, of course. I know all about that. He's been trying to talk like that for months. I certainly try to make myself understood, Sherry. Well... I'll be an inlaid snuffbox. You're sure this is Johnny Somber? Would it make you any happier if he was? Well, I don't believe he is. Well, he is. Uh, He's just the same charming gentleman I used to know in Singapore. 
Before you dragged me out here near the Burma Road. Your father was suspicious of me, Jerry. I'm sorry. Oh, that old scoundrel suspicious of everybody. Takes me to put him in the place. No, Jerry. Don't come in, you old duck Please see, I'll cure you of your burner oats, smuggling and thieving. You're no father of mine as long as you're a father. And I'll do all I can to spoil your plan. But, dearie... Just wait till the dragon lady comes here. I'll put a spoke in your wheel, and I'll get even with you for doing that. Come on, Johnny. Bet you and me have a nice, long talk. Well, what a wild cat that daughter is. Whoever names her Cheery certainly misjudged her. And yet, Cherry Blaze may be the one who can help Pat and Cherry after all. I'll explain what I mean in just a moment. Remember, kids, you're going to send for the Terry Adventure Game Book right away. You're going to travel to strange places with Terry on the adventure of the Ruby of Genghis Khan. You're going to play the thrilling new game of the race to Shanghai and puzzle your way out of the quicksand morass. And you're going to learn magic tricks, too, and guess the age of the ancient hermit. There's fun and excitement of plenty in this big adventure game book, so don't delay. Be one of the first in your crowd to get this sensational book. Now listen carefully while I tell you how to get it. Take a label from a can of Libby's tomato juice and one from Libby's pineapple juice. Print your full name and address on one of the labels and mail the two labels to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. You got that address? Terry, care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, send tomorrow. Well, now that you've met Cherry Blaze, you think she can help our friends? But will she allow her own father to be made a prisoner? That's asking a lot, isn't it? Meanwhile, let's not forget that the dragon lady is expected on the scene, and when she arrives, there'll be more surprises on this transcribed adventure along the far-famed Burma Road.